Hey, welcome to the NCC More podcast. I'm Clarissa Stevens, and I'm the Connections Pastor here at North Point Community Church. During our series, So Love, we are talking about Jesus and the life-changing power of the gospel. Here on the NCC More podcast, some of our team here at North Point are sharing their story about how Jesus changed their life. Here's my story. Some of my earliest memories are of me and my siblings sitting on the floor of a church bus, going with our parents to serve somewhere in our city. I remember the excitement of singing and costumes and laughter and long nights and strangers. Church was our place, and it was a safe place. Jesus seemed fun and friendly, and I really did believe that God loved me. But when I was getting ready to make the transition from elementary school to middle school, something began to change in my heart. I remember the day just like it was yesterday. It was so stupid, but I lied to some of my friends about knowing a song that they knew, and it was in that moment that it really hit me that what they thought mattered more to me than anything else. So at the age of 11, I began living to please whoever, whenever, just so that I could fit in somehow, somewhere. I would do whatever my friends did just so they thought I was cool or I, you know, knew what was going on. I just wanted everybody to think that I was that girl. I learned how to be a chameleon. Every room I walked into, I could be a different person. I could talk different. I could walk different. Whatever it took for people to like me, that's what I would do. So for the next 16 years, pleasing people and myself was absolutely 100% my goal in life. What other people thought of me was the driving force behind all of my decision making. What should I wear? Who's going to be there? Will they like this? Where should I go? Will this friend think it's cool? Will that friend think it's cool? How should I talk? You know, when I'm with my friends who are educated, I'll talk like I'm educated. When I'm with my friends who who are super cool, I'll use all the cool words and I'll even cuss a little bit. Whatever it takes to make them like me. It was the definition for me now of insane. And then one day, in the middle of one of the darkest cycles of all my people pleasing and striving to be loved, Jesus got my attention. I was 27 years old, and I was standing at an ironing board getting ready for work, and I truly believe I I heard a voice say, do you finally see no one can love you better than me? At that moment, standing at an ironing board in my apartment, I surrendered my heart to Jesus. And I really did believe at that moment that everything was going to change. Like, okay, so now I'm saved. I'm following Jesus. So everything's going to be great. And there's not going to be any more problems. And everything in my life is going to be perfect. But I would soon learn that those 16 years of living and thinking one way were not going to go away overnight. I started serving in the church. I showed up every time the doors were open. I volunteered for everything. But it was about two years into my journey with Jesus that he began to show me that there were some things in my heart that we needed to heal, that really needed to be dealt with. A few years into that relationship, I remember having the revelation that God made me on purpose. I know it seems elementary or simple, but all I had ever wanted was to belong, to know that someone somewhere saw me, the real me, 
the, the crazy me, the, the tired me, the fun me, all of me, and that I was still accepted and loved. It was truly the most glorious, freeing thought that I had ever had cross my mind, that I could be myself in every single room I was in, that God had made me on purpose, just like I was with my personality and everything that he had given me, and that I got to be the person he made me to be. I remember the first time I heard someone really teach on Psalm 139, and in those verses, um, there was this beautiful truth that I had never really meditated on or thought about, that God made me and that he knew me even before anyone on earth had ever thought about me. I'd always thought of myself as being planned by my parents or, or whatever in their heart. But to think that God had me in his heart before anybody else did, it just blew my mind. And then I took it a step further as I just began to meditate on it and think about it and be taught about it. That it wasn't that he had just had a plan for my life but that he had actually planned me. My nose, my ears, my toes, my voice, uh, who my parents would be, the color of my skin. Oh my gosh, everything. I just remember questioning it all for so many years, but then realizing, no, God had actually decided all of this stuff beforehand, that everything about me was planned by him, that I was not an accident. It just blew my mind. And it changed the way that I saw myself. And it changed the way I felt when I was with other people. I didn't have to conform. I didn't have to change. I didn't have to fake it. I didn't have to please them. I could please God and God alone. Knowing this and understanding this has been the thought that has propelled me into the place that I am today. I could not be a pastor if all I thought about was pleasing people. I could not be a good mother if all I wanted to do was please my children, what they want, what they think. There's no way I could do the things that God has called me to do if that had been the way I was operating still today. Sometimes, though, honestly, I still struggle with this, especially in a season of transition. When I'm hearing God call me to something new, I go back to, well, what does everybody think? What are they going to think? What are they going to feel? Is this right? Is this going to please them? And then I have to go back to this truth that God has a plan for me, but more than that, he planned me. And when I do struggle with this thought, I go to one of my favorite now go-to scriptures that I've had to really internalize, and it's Proverbs 29, 25. It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you're safe. Some virgins say that that pleasing people is a trap. And I always think, I don't want to go back into that trap. I want to be free. I'm safe out here doing what God has called me to do, being who he made me to be. Putting our trust in the one who made us is the safest thing we can ever do. Living to please him and him alone sets us free from the trap of pleasing people. After all, he's the one who planned us. He's the one who made us. Maybe like me, you've struggled with the the need to please others. 
Maybe you feel like everywhere you go, you have to put on a mask and you have to be a different person. I I have to be the work me and the home me and the church me. And you've never really been able to just be yourself everywhere you go. I want you to remember this truth. God planned you, you, just like you are, that you'd have the parents that you have, that you'd be born where you were born, that you'd talk the way you talk, that you'd have your fashion sense and, and your sense of humor. He planned all of that. And he wants you to let him add his super to your natural. He wants you to be yourself while his spirit works in you and through you. Think about this. Just like you are, you're the only person who can reach the people in your sphere of influence, in your circle of life. You need to be who God created you to be. And the way that you can do that, just like me, is by remembering and internalizing the truth that before anyone ever thought about you, you were already in God's heart. He had you in his head, in his heart. He had a plan that you would exist before anyone ever thought about you. Let that truth sink in and let that truth change how you see yourself and how you see other people. Live the life that God is calling you to live just like you are. I hope that my story has helped you. I hope that you'll come out of the shadows and you'll, and you'll learn how to be yourself in every room that you're in. Believe me, it's going to change your life. It's not only going to change the way you see yourself, it's going to change the way you see God and it's going to change the way you see other people. Come join us this Sunday for the next part of our So Love series at 9.30 or 11.15. Have a great rest of the week.